What would you do if you could spend $11 million a day for the next 30 years? Also, Ozempic, Wagovi, and you. And is there no hope for a conviction plus a, week, a look at weekend movies? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corel cast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. What would you do if you could spend $11 million a day for the next 30 years? We're going to talk about that. But first, today is the day. It is Friday, August 18th, and my version of Stronger Together uh, has come out today. It is remixed. It is remastered. The remixes are great. It's a plea for unity. It's me, Thea Austin, Morgan Mallory, Daniel Charleston, it's available to stream at all streaming services. You can buy it at iTunes if you want. So please go and stream Stronger Together, the remixes. You can stream the original if you want, uh, but the remixes are the things you want to do. Uh, the House of Frappier, Leo Frappier from San Francisco, his remixes. Please go and stream it and stream it now. Stronger Together. Stronger. Oh, yes. Stronger together. When they go low, we go high. Lift our voices to the sky. We must remember what keeps us strong. We've been living in the dark for much too long. Yes, and we're stronger stronger together come along and join with me yes yes go stream the remixes of stronger together right now wherever you get your music all right so yesterday thursday on npr while waiting for the hurricane we're on hurricane watch i live in nevada and we're about to get hit by a hurricane and that is the god's honest truth southern california is bracing to be hit by the remnants of hurricane hillary I wish it was hitting, you know, someplace in the South, Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> I wish it was striking Mar-a-Lago. Hillary destroys Mar-a-Lago. What a headline that would be. Uh, but instead, Hillary is taking aim at the West Coast. Uh, and today, Friday, uh, Southern California is about to get smacked. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, up to four inches of rain, 40-mile-an-hour winds. And that's the leftover part uh, of Hurricane Hillary. In modern-day climatology... A tropical storm, a typhoon. By the way, it's a typhoon if it's in the Pacific. They're calling it a hurricane. But hurricanes are in the, in the uh, Atlantic and the Gulf. Uh, and typhoons are in the Pacific. But they're calling it a hurricane. So whatever. They've given up. <laughs> They've given up trying to educate people. Uh, but Hurricane Hillary, the, the remnants are hitting Southern California and Nevada and parts of Arizona. Uh, and today, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday... Uh, and parts into Tuesday up in Reno and other places in California, northern. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's coming. Hillary's coming. She's going to rain on us. Rain on me. Uh, well, she's going to. Uh, so while they prepare and while we prepare here in Vegas, we're probably going to get an inch or two or maybe three of rain. Uh, we could see thunderstorms, all kinds of things this weekend. Uh, while that's happening, uh, yesterday, Thursday, I heard on NPR that to date— we have spent 
$130 billion on Ukraine. $130 billion. Now, to put that in perspective, that's $3,300 for every Ukrainian. Okay? $3,300 for all 39 million Ukrainians is how much we've spent. Or $524 for every U.S. American citizen, which is about $260 a year or about $24 a month. Or, if you, if you bring that down, uh, about what? $650 a week? Seven, almost a dollar a day. Uh, almost a dollar a day. Probably around 70, 60 cents a day for the last two years. So over the last two years, you have spent over $500 on Ukraine or given the equivalent of $3,300 per Ukrainian. But let me to, to put, because our brains cannot fathom how much money that is, let me put that in perspective for you. If we were to have saved that money and not spent it on Ukraine, and I'm not saying we should or should not have. This is just math. If we had saved that money, we could have spent $11 million a day for 30 years before the initial $130 billion ran out. But because if we put that in the bank, it would have made interest, all of that other stuff. Basically, we could have spent $11 million a day in perpetuity for like the next 100 years. Now, that's how much money $130 billion is. $11 million a day for 30 years. Imagine if you could spend $11 million a day for 30 years, Tony. I don't think a Kardashian can spend that much. $11 million a day. Imagine if every day Joe Biden got up and said, oh, I can spend an extra $11 million today. Let me give it to Nevada for homelessness. Uh, and then the next day, let me give it to the schools. And then the next day, well, I'll give it to the schools again. In fact, the whole next week, let's just give that to schools, $77 million. Imagine 11, what we have spent in Ukraine equates to $11 million a day for 30 years. Are you happy about that? Are you happy that in the last two years, we have spent the equivalent of $11 million a day for 30 years? I, I'm not too jiggy with that myself. I'm not, I'm not happy that we've spent $3,300 per Ukrainian and the war is nowhere near over. And it's still a giant money grab. You know what? I'm not, I'm not happy with it. And I'm allowed to say that as a liberal, as a progressive, as someone who supports Ukraine and their right to independence, I'm allowed to say that I don't think we should have spent $11 million a day for the next 30 years on this war. And I think going into it, had they said to America, do you want to spend the equivalent of $11 million a day for the next 30 years on Ukraine? I feel that most of us would have said no. 
Or if they said to every American, do you want to spend $23 a month every month for the next two years on Ukraine? I think a lot of people would have said no. Because there are people so broke now, they're canceling their Patreon subscriptions or they're canceling their, uh, you know, subscriptions to streaming services. They're paring down their every month expenses because even $10 here and $20 there is starting to add up and people don't have it. $25 a month could be your subscriptions to watch your TV, but instead you're sending it to Ukraine. I don't, I'm not good with that. And that doesn't mean I don't want, you know, I, I feel that we should just full on protect them with our military. Let's send the, 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 the airplanes, let's send the bombers, let's send the tanks and send Vladimir, you know, tracing home. And if he attacks us and allies in, in NATO in the Ukraine, then yes, go to war with him. Commit or get off the pot. Stop paying for it. I would rather go to one big war with Russia than to continue to bleed money in the Ukraine. I don't think war would cost $130 billion. We already got a military. $11 million a day for 30 years is what we've already spent. If we continue and we get up to like $200 billion, you know, that's, I can't even imagine. I did the math. I, you know, computer, what is 365 times 30? Mm -hmm. Here's how many days. That's 10,950 days. 30 years is 10,950 days. Computer, what is 200 billion divided by 10,950? Here we go. Mm -hmm. Yes. 18 million a day. If we get up to 200 billion, it's the equivalent of $18 million a day for 30 years. I just... No. No. You know we need to redo our water infrastructure. That's only $55 billion. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the app store of your choice now. I got cut off there, but a report just came out that we need to redo the water infrastructure in the United States, that it's all crap, and that's to the tune of $55 billion. Well, we could have done that and still had like $75 billion left over. You see what I'm saying? $11 million a day for 30 years, that could be schools, roads, that could be the homeless issue, that could be drug addiction help. Poor San Francisco, look at it. Oh, God, you just want to put your arms around it and say, you poor, poor city. The government office in San Francisco, the federal building, has just told employees they do not have to come to work, as everyone else is saying, come back to work. They just told everyone you don't have to come back to work because of the crime. It's at like 7th and Mission or something like that, or 7th and Market, I forget where it's at. But the crime in the area is so bad that the federal building has said 
You don't have to come back into work. You can work from home because it's too dangerous. This is in San Francisco, hon. What could $11 million do in San Francisco to help clean up their opiate problem that they have, their fentanyl problem? See what I'm saying? When you're, when you're thinking about spending $11 million a day for 30 years on something, because that's how much we've spent on Ukraine. It's sad. It's sad and tragic. You know what's so sad and tragic? That Ozempic and Wegovi have taken off. They've taken off so much that, first of all, people who really need Ozempic, which is a diabetes drug, can't get it. Why? Because they both can help you lose weight. Now, I was a fatty, fatty, two-by-four, couldn't fit through the dressing room door for a long time, 55 years. And I went up and I went down and I went up. I went up and down more than Stormy Daniels on a bad night with Donald Trump. I mean, up and down, up and down, up and down. And I finally found the secret formula. And that is eat to a calorie number, exercise, and be a plant-based eater. That's it. That's the magic formula. You want to lose weight? Find out what your calorie intake should be in that day. Mine is 1,800 if I want to maintain or lose weight. Eat to that number. Keep track of your food. Don't eat over that number. Exercise at least 30 to 45 minutes a day. I do two hours. And be a plant-based eater. And there you go. You're gonna, I lost 110 pounds. And my story is not unique. Many people who go plant-based and start eating to the right calorie number just drop pounds. Now, I am 20 pounds overweight as we speak. But am I rushing for the Ozempic or the Wegovi? No, I'm not. Now, do they have positive health benefits? Yeah, Wegovi has been found to reduce, reduce risk of stroke and heart attack and all this other crap. But you see, all along, fatties have been waiting for science to solve their problem. Give me a pill. Give me a shot. Make it so I can't be fat. Why? Because they refuse to shut their pie holes. Because Americans, in particular, are still gluttonous pigs who want to eat at the drive-thru, who want to go out to huge lunches and huge dinners and consume alcohol and all this other crap, who don't want to care about calories but still want to lose weight. That should be their God-given right. Well, I should be able to be a pig and still lose weight. Speaking of pigs, they are now genetically engineering pig kidneys. They've put one in a brain-dead human, and it's been going for 32 days. How do I feel about that? Xenotransplants, where they bioengineer a pig to not so the organs aren't rejected by a human, then kill the pig, take his organs, put him in a human. I, the ethical questions of that go beyond me, but I, I just, I guess if I needed a kidney and didn't have any other option, I don't know. I don't know. But raising pigs so we can take their organs? That seems a little barbaric. I don't know. Why not just raise people so we can, you know? <laughs> that was a science fiction movie. Wasn't it called, called Coma? I think it was. We put people in comas and then we harvested their organs. I just saw a sci-fi movie on Hulu, on the Hulu. I like Hulu. I watch Hulu quite a bit, actually. Uh, and I just saw a sci-fi movie on the Hulu with Timothy. Well, no, it was, what's his name? Josh Dumel. It was an older movie. They vacationed in Brazil, and they got taken prisoners and by a doctor who was harvesting organs from tourists. I think maybe I'm more for that than I, than I am pig organs, but I don't know. 
Anyway, so we all want to be Piggly Wigglies, and we want, you know, Ozempic or Wigovi to save the day. First of all, it only reduces body weight by 10 to 15%. So if you weigh 300 pounds, you're only getting 30 or 40 pounds. I guarantee you I can get more than that off of you by making you a plant-based eater, making you exercise, and uh, eating to the number. But that would mean you'd have to actually, you know, pay attention, that you'd actually have to be disciplined. I'm not. Right now, I'm not disciplined. Child, last night at 9 o'clock at night, I wanted chocolate. And the terrible thing about being me is that I'm a damn good cook. So last night, I took three-quarter cup of dates, pitted dates, five tablespoons of cocoa, uh, and then half a cup of almond butter, uh, and some baking soda and some vanilla, some hot water, a tablespoon of uh, balsamic vinegar, of all things, uh, and put it in the food processor, and then baked it for 18 minutes and made the best brownies. And then I took a cup of peanut butter powder and a cup of confectionery sugar and some coconut cream and whipped that up and made a frosting. Now, it's high protein. It's, you know, it's not terrible for you. There's not any oil in it. And there's very little sugar in it, except from the dates. However, it's not a health food. The calories in almond butter and dates, I mean, honey, <laughs> that's it. One date is like, you know, 20 calories. Three-quarter cup was probably 20 dates, you know. So that's like 500 calories in dates alone. And then you've got the half a cup of peanut butter. There's another. So the whole recipe is probably like 1,500 calories. And, you, and it's not that big of a, of a pan. So you like you eat a quarter of it and that's, you know, you know four or 500 calories. Not a health food, but not terrible for you. Should I have eaten it at 930 at night? Hell to the no. But, you know, I had had an edible because I wanted to sleep without dreaming. And I only do edibles at night. I don't vaporize during the day anymore at all. I don't buy any flour. All I do is edibles. That's what my, my cardiologist told me to do. So I do uh, at night, not every night. But when I want to get a good night's sleep and not dream a lot, uh, I do an edible. And I did my edible. And I made those brownies. And I covered them with that peanut butter good frosting. And Lord... Lord Jesus, oh my God, was it good. Of course, I ain't going to lose any weight doing that. And I know that. And I'm not going to rush out and get a shot of Ozempic or Wegovy, because then it won't make me want the brownie. That's terrible. You know what? I have never agreed with medical intervention for weight loss unless the person's going to die. Like if they're 600 pounds and they simply can't shut their pie holes, because y'all like to act like being overweight is a medical condition. And it is, by the way. It is labeled a medical condition. But, you know, cancer, you, you, don't, you can't stop. You don't know the cause of it. You don't know when it's going to happen. You know when you're eating the brownie that it's going to go on your ass. Okay? If eating bad food appeared on you right after you ate it, if after you go to the Cheesecake Factory and have a 2,000-calorie meal, you walk out and suddenly you get a huge lump on the side of you, if that happened, we wouldn't do it. But it's gradual. So we pack it in and then wonder why I ass won't fit in the airline seat. Give me a shot. Give me the Wagobi. Give me the Ozempic. I need it. No, you the pie hole. Get moving. Shut your pie hole.
If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Corral, you want to blame the fatties for being fat. You're damn right I do. As a former fatty, I will tell you it was all my fault. Now, society didn't help me. The grocery store didn't help me. My parents didn't help me. School certainly didn't help me. Everybody helped me be fat. But ultimately, I knew that fat was fat. And I knew that chocolate chip cookies or a package of Oreos or late night noggles drive through with a macho combo burrito and a cheese burrito and a hot fudge chocolate shake, which used to be my order. And if you remember noggles in Southern California, oh yes. Two in the morning after the bar, macho combo burrito, which is a pound and a half burrito, FYI. Macho combo burrito, which was meat and beans and cheese and lettuce and all that. And then a cheese burrito, which is exactly what it sounds like. A burrito filled with cheese and red sauce. And then a hot fudge chocolate shake. And we would eat that at 2 o'clock, drunk out of our mind, go home and go right to bed. It's a wonder I am standing here in front of you. And they ain't no shot of Ozempic or, or Wegovy that's going to stop you. For, no. The only way that I lost weight was to finally shut my damn pie hole, start putting the right foods in, and start moving. That is the key. Now, you can blame genetics, you can blame your mama, your daddy, you can blame the food industry, you can blame all those people, but ultimately, you're fat because you're making wrong decisions. Personal responsibility, baby. Until I took it, until I said, well, maybe it's me. I waited for medicine. I was thinking about the surgery. And then I thought, you're going to mutilate your stomach and your intestinal tract because you can't stop shoving pie in your face. I see Ozempic and Wegovy as a failure of medicine. A failure of medicine. To, in California, there's a pilot program that prescribes good food. It prescribes fruits and vegetables instead of medication. And it's covered by insurance. You get to go pick up your fruits and vegetables every week and it's paid for by your insurance. That's what we should have been doing all along. Before you prescribe Ozempic or Wegovy, you should be prescribing the gym and, well, and you don't have to go to the gym, but you know what I mean, exercise, and a plant-based diet of so many calories per day because you will lose weight. If you're five foot five and you're a woman, you know, you probably only need 1,300 calories a day. You keep track of everything you eat, including every drink you take and everything. When you get to that number, you stop. But see, you don't want to stop. I, I'm with you. My breakfast is 600 calories. That only leaves me 1,300, about 14, you know, 12, 1,300 throughout the day. If I go to lunch at Jinya Ramen and have the ramen, that's 1,000 calories. If I have the watermelon drink, that's 400. Right there, that's 1,400 calories. Add in breakfast and I'm done. Do I want to be done eating at lunchtime? No. It ain't easy. But it's also not hard. It's just math. Weight loss is math. 
And even when you're plant-based, you still got to follow the map, just cause, like the brownies I made. Everything in there was good and good for you. Dates are good. Cocoa powder is good for you, actually. You know, nut butter is good for you. It's filled with protein and other vitamins. But when you combine them together en masse and cover them with more peanut butter powder and confectionery sugar and coconut cream, well, suddenly that ain't so good for you. Now, it's not terrible for you if you eat a square this big. You know, that's the other thing, portion control. We are the nation of enormous portions. I just saw a pizza at Slice of Vegas. It's a vegan pizza uh, in Mandalay Bay at Slice of Vegas. And it's something like a, a four-pound pizza. And if you eat it all, you get it free. I don't know why they encourage that. That's just encouraging you to be a pig. Come, be a pig. You can get your trough for free. That's disgusting. All right. Uh, it's the weekend. There's movies. The Blue Beetle's out. This is the first Latin superhero movie to come out. Uh, it's Hispanic. The, the hero is Hispanic. The family in it portrayed Hispanic. Uh, and it looks like a great deal of fun. Uh, you know, I don't normally go into these superhero movies. I, first, when they first started, I did. But now there's just been too many of them. The Marvel and DC Universe and all that. Uh, however, I'm going to see Blue Beetle uh, this weekend because it does look like a lot of fun. I believe George, what's it, George Lopez, I think, is in it. There's, it just, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and so I'm going to go see that. I can't go see Strays at the, fin at the cinema. I want to. Uh, it's the new, about dogs, you know, and, and it's got Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell as the voice of dogs and about do a dog that's not a stray that, of course, loses his home and finds himself out with the strays and has to try to get back home, you know, classic story. Uh, but if I take, if I go, remember, Amber goes with me everywhere. If I go, she will just bark at the screen. I mean, she only has so much willpower. And so it'd be like taking her to a movie that she'd actually enjoy. I wish I could buy out the theater and me and Ember go because she would love it. She'd bark at the screen the whole time. She, you know, she'd probably get into it. Uh, however, I will watch that when it comes to home viewing and then I'll just put up with her barking. Uh, but the Blue Beetle, I really want to go see. There's two other movies out right now about our love of aliens. The first is called Jules with Ben Kingsley. Uh, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And, of course, it's the same philosophy that, you know, if a benevolent alien came to planet Earth, would we be kind and benevolent to them? And, of course, the answer is no. We would send armed people to capture them, to study them, to, you know, take them away. Uh, and, of course, we shouldn't do that. Then there's another one called Landscape with Invisible Hands. Uh, and that's got Tiffany Haddish in it. And it's about an alien that comes to Earth for one year, wants to immerse itself in our culture, uh, ends up becoming a part of her family. Uh, and it's a weird-looking alien, little alien. Uh, not like Jules. It's like a weird-looking creature. Uh, and it, it, again, is about cultural differences, about family, uh, about, you know, uh, what is love, what is unity, all of that. And it's called Landscape with Invisible Hands, that's not playing at many theaters, but you might want to go catch it. It's a very heartwarming story. I saw the screener, uh, and it's, I enjoyed it a lot. Tiffany Haddish, you know, she steals the movie. Uh, her interaction with the alien. Because <laughs> the alien starts acting like her husband, but it ain't, the, it's this glob. It's like this glob with tentacles, and, and it's just very funny. 
she's all I know deep down inside he's all heart and her son's like mom it literally does not have a circulatory system there is no heart she's like, well that's too bad <laughs> so anyway it's a fun movie living with the invisible hand uh, I would go see that I would go see Jules go see Blue Beetle if you want to that's going to be great fun it's going to be loud lots of explosions and things uh, but it's going to be great fun and good for the Marvel and DC universe, the comic book universes for opening up to Hispanic superheroes. You know, they tried uh, The Rock as Black Adam and that just didn't work. Uh, and now there is a black Captain America. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but Hispanic representation is now coming full circle. All right. I am Corel. Be who you want to be. So it doesn't hurt anybody. Batten down the hatches if you're in Southern California. Hurricane Hillary's coming for us. Uh, I'll see you on Monday, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Uh, and I love you patrons. We'll talk to you patrons on Sunday. And go stream Stronger Together. Go. Go stream it right now on all of your streaming services, please. The remix. Hey, it's Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.